0: Welcome to Hitza Performance Wellbeing Experts interview series. My name is Chaim Oren and I'm Hitza Performance Brand Ambassador in Israel. This interview series is dedicated to sharing inspirational ways to improve well-being and reach better performance. In each interview, you'll hear from our top experts about proven techniques and practices to enhance well-being and reach better performance. In today's interviews, I'm talking to Tarja Mulari, and we're gonna be talking about core. But first, let me give a, a description of a professional background. Tarja is a coaching director, core mentor, and hints of performance. Tarja is a former professional athlete with 24 speed skiing World Cup race wins, as well as two overall World Cup victories and, an Olympic gold medal in speed skiing from Alberville, France in 1992. After a very impressive career as an athlete, she trained as a psychotherapist and worked for a decade as an entrepreneur in marketing and organizational cultural development. She returned to her roots in coaching with INSA Performance in 2015, and has since coached athletes Executives and business professionals alike. Tarja is a coaching director of the UK and Central European regions and working as a supervisor for INSA coaches in these regions. Tarja also works as a core mentor, helping clients to explore the link between the identities and the choices they make. Yeah. In today's interview, I'm talking to Tarja Mulari about sleep and recovery. But before that, I would like to give the context of our market and very interesting statistics. Israeli employees work for the highest number of hours per week in OECD and sleep the smallest number of hours worldwide. Israel was ranked in the bottom six countries in OECD in terms of work-life balance. And more than 40% of Israeli employees, especially in high pressure industries like high tech and financial services, feel burned out at their work so in that context we need to focus on sleep and recovery Taja could you please explain what is the importance of sleep to one's performance
1: well I think it's the most important thing when you think about your performance and overall your vital functions um in other words uh, your performance is as good as your previous night sleep. Mm. Uh, there is a lot of happening both in our body and mind, brain, uh, when we just sleep. It's an actually very active uh, stage. Um, you might have heard we have different kind of sleep cycles during the night, non-REM uh, sleep or deep sleep, you can call it also, and uh, REM. REM sleep, a rapid eye movement sleep. Um, and during this non-REM sleep, deep sleep, uh, body is prepared uh, for the next day. So cell damages are prepared, uh, hormone production is on, our immune system is uh, strengthening, uh, also short-term uh, memory is uh, partly organized during the deep sleep. When we switch to the uh, rapid eye movement sleep, our body is almost paralyzed. But the brain activity is in the mm. same level as you and me have at this moment. Think about that. Um, so there is a lot of consolidation of uh, a lot of uh, information organization uh, where the storage this information, long short-term uh, memory, um, our brain is con- uh, ex- uh, comparing our experiences from this day, uh, from the previous days. Um, the learning is happening uh, during that, uh, that stage, and this is the stage when we, we dream. So it's like we fill in gasoline to our cars uh, or we recharge our phones. Uh, Mm. So that is what sleep is actually doing for us and our body. There's a lot of uh, sleep studies uh, nowadays, uh, which recommend that us adults should be sleeping also seven to eight hours per night um, and uh, to get to get all the benefits of the good night's sleep. Right. So if you sleep, for example, you mentioned about Israelis, I don't know if it's four or five hours, but for example, six hours per, per night or less. So you get about 40% plus less those benefits. Uh, is that so? Wow. Okay. Yes. Uh, we could also ask from ourselves or, or yeah, everybody could ask from ourselves that how smart I want to be next day or how well you want to perform physically if you are athlete or very regular, um, um, regular exercise, etc. cetera. So, so uh, the benefits are really, really crucial for our uh, long term uh, health and well-being and also longevity.
0: Great. So in terms of people who are cutting short on their sleep hours, how does chronic lack of sleep causes diseases like blood pressure, obesity, and stress?
1: Yeah, so as you mentioned, the the consequences of sleep deprivation are very traumatic and uh, life-changing. Like you mentioned, uh, blood pressure, obesity, uh, increased stress levels, headaches, mood, shifts, uh, pain, Uh, these can build up by themselves or they can be um, consequences of each other. So we are kind of building a negative cycle. Um, For example, um, you can be stressed if you don't sleep well, or the stress can cause that you are not sleeping well, uh, whatever Mm -hmm. is the the cause of the stress. In that case, it increases the stress hormone called cortisol, which inhibits you uh, to have a long long night's sleep and and very restorative uh, sleep. It also increases your blood pressure. Uh, It's many times very difficult to lose weight uh, when the stress levels are high because there is a lot of cortisol, again, in our system. Body is protecting us, um, and um, it's trying to get uh, rid of this extra glucose, which is um, um, also circulating in our system um, and uh, collecting around the the inner organs and waistline. Um, We also, when we feel tired and fatigued, um, our Brain is screaming for food, uh, and usually the sugar is the, the is yes. effective,
0: <laughs> effective
1: uh, <laughs> mechanism or kind of food what we eat. We have cravings, and and uh, it's coffee, based, based yeah. on on yeah. caffeine. Yes, exactly. We kind of keep us going with coffee, with stimulants, um, and um, uh, our willpower is weakened. Uh we can't really say that no, I don't want to have this chocolate bar. Uh it's it's like the, the reaction we are very reactive uh when we are mm. sleep deprivated. So there is a lot of things uh what for example um our HINSA doctors uh, when they examine or have the medical checkups with our clients and they see these kind of symptoms or uh, diagnosed. uh, uh, So they recommend us coaches to start many times with sleep and recovery uh, because sleeping better, longer, um, might help uh, on your lowering your blood sugar. Uh, It might help on on weight management, uh, et cetera. So there's a lot of consequences And in the beginning, when you are young, you kind of manage with this. But when it's a long, years long uh, sleep deprivation, you start to. to
0: Problems pop up.
1: Actually, problems pop up, and and, uh, you you need to react and better react earlier than, than later.
0: Right. You mentioned the term recovery just next to sleep. How do you define recovery?
1: So we at HINSA divide recovery daytime and nighttime uh, recovery for both uh, body and brain and mind. Um, nighttime recovery obviously it's the good long restorative sleep. And we can measure uh, that how restorative the sleep has been with the heart rate variability measurement. Uh, which indicates how much heart rate variability you have had uh, during your sleep uh, heart rate variability increases uh, when you recover it's an indicator that your recovery nervous system is taking over um, your parasympathetic nervous system um, and you build resources for for next day uh, during the day our Sympathetic nervous system, our activation nervous system is on, and it should be on because it keeps us going. It also gives us the boost when we need to perform. Mm-hmm. It's not negative, negative. Uh, and we see that also uh, from the from this heart rate variability measurement. What kind of events, for ex- for example, triggers uh, stress uh, reactions? Uh, and hopefully also, what kind of uh, events uh, trigger recovery during the day. Um, uh, and, and the heart rate variability, just one more thing about that, is that uh, heart rate variability increases when we have recovery uh, and decreases when we have uh, sympathetic nervous activation.
0: I see.
1: And you might have... Uh, noticed when you are nervous a little bit uh, anxious so your heart is beating very regularly like pum 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 pum, pum. <laughs> so then we don't have heart rate variability we are using our resources and then when our recovery nervous system our parasympathetic nervous system takes over the heart is beating like pum 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 so there is a difference mm. in the length between the beats, and this is the heart rate variability and the recovery mode. Uh, so actually the recovery is the balance between um, the nervous system activation and, and the nervous system uh, recovery. And I said uh, the nervous system activation is not always negative. We need that activation but we need also recovery. And that is maybe the issue with many people. They think that we can be on 12, 14, 16 hours per day. And then with the short sleep, we are in the same uh, rest state, full of energy uh, state in the next morning. And th- this can be for a short Time or short periods of That's time when we have a really rec- hectic uh, period in our lives, but it's not sustainable. You yeah. are using your yeah. resources, and eventually, at some point, you are, so to say, hitting Exhausted. the wall. Yeah. yeah. Um, maybe th- uh, one thing also is this um, to mention this automatic nervous system, um, which we have. I said it's automatic. Um, it's divided to these two uh two parts uh sympathetic and parasympathetic activation recovery and um and um uh, we can we can't really control that because our functions our moods our reactions are controlling that breathing is one and maybe probably right. the only one thing how we can calm. Uh, ourselves down. Um, so understanding a little bit like these biological facts um, it's good to think about that how much cognitive load you have had during the week and how much, how much physical uh, load you have had during the week and based on that think about should I prioritize my recovery during the weekends, um, what kind of training I should do etc so um yeah that's the one thing um one way to monitor your recovery is also your resting heart rate um you know there is a lot of these wearables which gives you the your resting heart rate automatically yep. they are quite accurate uh <laughs> resting heart rate is measured uh, before you stand up from the bed uh and if you see that um your resting heart rate is consistently, let's say, let's say during the three four days, a bit higher, five seven beats higher. It's an indicator for you that actually, uh, how was my uh, load, uh, cognitive physically load uh, during right. those days? How well did I slept? Uh, was it long? Did I felt very fresh and rested in the morning? Um, if you are not sick or turning sick, uh, so that's the indicator for you that, hey, actually I should a yeah. little bit, you know, slow down, um, give myself a recovery and, and then I'm, I'm ready to, to right. keep up going again.
0: Right. What can we learn from Formula One drivers? You know, Insta Performance has been coaching and advising Formula One for many, many years. What can we learn from, from their experience about the importance of sleep to super performance?
1: They all prioritize sleep. <laughs> I can really say that <laughs> no surprises. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not surprises Not uh, surprises. Uh, we use jet lag plans when when they go, travel from time zone to another, uh, so really trying to kind of a little bit speed up the the, the change for, for, uh, to the next uh, time zone. Um, the competition is so hard uh, in the top level, so they do whatever they can to, to prioritize the sleep, recovery, um, measuring uh, themselves, um, and really also working on, on sleep and recovery. I would say that think about Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. Being a bit tired, foggy. when sitting in his car at the start and accelerating from 0 to 200 kilometers in a few seconds
0: Hmm.
1: and 19 others in this narrow track with him. It's too risky and dangerous to be tired. And that is something I would like also us normal people uh, executives uh, achievers to think about um, what kind of decisions they make, feeling frosty, unrested, you know a little bit oh tired um and still they decision decisions uh, also impact on many people's lives mm. um, so what we can learn from athletes is really to, to prioritize sleep and recovery uh, because in that way also, you can push when you need to be pushed. Uh, is it the cognitive or is it the physical? physical yeah. Uh, but then you, know, uh, you need to kind of give yourself also uh, rest, uh, both mental and physical.
0: Very interesting. We are towards the end of the interview. You know, what type of tips can you share with our viewers and how to enhance their sleep?
1: Well, I could give you like a checklist, (laughs) maybe here uh, easier to do. First, check how much do you sleep on average and aim for seven to eight hours. I know that it might sound like, hey, I can't. After five hours sleep, the world will change. Everything will crash or whatever happens. That is the first thing I'm also many times discuss with my clients, that actually does this happen. Uh, Give it the chance for yourself. How well you sleep, how rested, fresh you are in the morning. and if you feel consistently, con- regularly, that, hey, I'm tired, fatigued, uh, maybe it's time to take a control of your own sleep and do some changes. Then check your ha- sleep hygiene. Um, how dark your bedroom is. Uh, do you have a good bed? Um, is there noise? Temperature is very thin- important Uh, we tend to sleep better when the the temperature is cooler about 18 degrees or so avoid stimulants uh, in afternoon uh, evenings Uh, and coffee as we mentioned before is yeah it's one of them Um, the half-life is very long Uh, it might impact on your your sleep alcohol is the, the another one Um, We see from these heart rate variability measurements that its impact on your uh, nervous system activation it also um, hinders you to go into the deep sleep. Uh, You might feel in the Mm. beginning that it knocks out you and that it does. It knocks the brain out for a while. And then it starts to be very uh, fragmented uh, sleep, destructive sleep, uh, not going into the deep sleep. Light is is one thing. Um, Life is crucial for our circadian rhythm. Um, So if you want to adjust or especially strengthen your circadian rhythm, this 24-hour clock, what what is inside us, uh, try to see the sunlight in the morning after you wake up after 15, uh, 30 minutes and also the sunset, but the sunrise is very important. Even though it's cloudy, there's enough looks coming into your eyes. Right. Avoid bright lights in the evening. Uh, you know, don't read from the Kindle or anything. Use smartphone. Paper books. <laughs> <laughs> <Not> <laughs> yeah, smartphone. smartphone. Yeah. Yes, exactly, and that's also the one other thing with phone is the the activation in your uh, mm-hmm. in your nervous system because we tend to kind of think about this time there is something very interesting for me. I will have a look if there is a nice new email. Oh, there wasn't so nice, but it was really crappy right. email for me, and then you start to think about Thinking that. About, yeah. The, yeah. Set yourself a bedtime, Um, you know, we adults also need the regular bedtime um, and that's very important in regarding the circadian rhythm. One thing which I have noticed and and our clients also have kind of troubles or challenges uh, to calm their mind uh, related to that phone issue that how late you kind of check your emails or, exactly. or how late you kind of do some work. Um, or if you need to do, find the ways uh, which relaxes you, calms your mind down already before you go to bed. And then maybe last uh, or one of them and very important is your attitude. How do you prioritize your sleep and recovery? Uh, is it important to you how well you want to perform uh, and how well you want to take care of yourself your health uh, men, we mentioned about this quite nasty illnesses uh, which are consequences of sleep deprivation so attitude is, is one and we can have a control of that as I said so uh, maybe Few of those together, some practical hints. Breathing is very important. If you feel that it's, it's very hard for you to fall asleep, try to to have a kind of regular breathing exercises. Really time, huh? uh, yeah. And these can also help you to fall back to the sleep when you, if, if you wake up during the night and you know the mind is circulating but you need to practice that. It's like, you know, uh, it's not the first aid because yeah, everything what we practice, so we get better. So uh, maybe few of those could, or hopefully also uh, will help the listeners.
0: Well, it's been fascinating. Thank you so much, Tarja, for sharing with us your valuable insights, knowledge and expertise. Thank you, everyone, for attending this interview, and I hope you have benefited from Taja's knowledge and insights. This interview about well being was brought to you by INSA Performance, a world leader for over 20 years in providing scientific based well being coaching and digital well being services. You can find this interview and the, and the rest of the interview in the series at INSA Newsroom at slash newsroom. I am your host. And see you in the next interview in the series. Thank you.